You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus, starting at $3 a month. Get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shout-outs, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to GatorsBreakdown.SupportingCast.FM to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown Podcast is ready to go. I'm your host, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Good news for Gator Nation as Isaiah Nixon commits to the Gators. If you've been listening, if you've been out there paying attention to the Gator news, of course, if you listened to the last episode of Gators Breakdown, this was one we told you to watch out for. It was all trending here. You know, I, I wasn't breaking any news or anything. That was just a trend uh, going on out there. So, uh, of course, you know, just kind of told you to be on the lookout for this one. And, of course, that we would be having an episode if it happened. So about 30, 45 minutes ago, he made it official uh, there. But we kind of knew it was trending. We were kind of waiting on it. He had an Instagram uh, post this morning saying a big announcement this afternoon and at about two o'clock on Tuesday Isaiah Nixon flips his commitment from UCF decommitted from UCF yesterday flips to the Gators and the Gators get their highest rated recruit currently in the class of 2023 of course a lot of recruiting news out there too I'll update Jaden Rashada uh, later on in the episode too but let's give Isaiah Nixon uh, all the attention he deserves uh, for this episode here being the Gators newest commitment hit that like button hit that subscribe button it really helps us out here on Gators breakdown the countdown to 10,000 subs before the college football season kicks off that's where I want to be Need your help there, so hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Of course, good news here for the Gators and getting their newest commitment. Be sure to check us out at the home of Gators Breakdown, newsforjacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. And look, uh, also Gators Breakdown Plus, a big shout out there. A lot of new signups, a lot of new memberships in the last few days or so. Everybody who's hopped on board lately, a lot of good info uh, being shared there on the Discord uh, Discord chat. So everybody, thank you so much for hopping on board Gators Breakdown. Uh, we've made a, a pretty good community uh, right there uh, on Gators Breakdown Plus. So Gator Nation, let's get to it. We got to commit Isaiah Nixon. Commits to the Gators. Flips from UCF, four-star. 6'4", 215-pound edge rusher, as you can see right here. 
If you're watching the YouTube version, you can see four star on the 24 seven sports composite, 194th ranked player in the country, 26th ranked edge rusher in the country. On three, thinks even higher of Nixon, a four star there as well. He ranks 169th overall, about 30 spots higher, 25 spots higher, and then he is the 22nd ranked edge player in the class of 2023, right there on the own three consensus. So you notice, mentioned as an edge rusher there, that's what he's labeled as, and as far as the recruiting services go, but he looks like he'll fit an outside linebacker, that jack role. We'll get into that just a bit too, uh, but it looks like he'll be playing that Brenton Cox position uh, that we'll see him play this fall for the Gators. So we'll get an idea for how Patrick Tony's going to use that position, but that seems to be where Isaiah Nixon's going to be filling in when he gets to campus. Uh, 24-7 Sports gives him a rating of 92.2. That would put him as the 39th ranked defensive lineman on the 24-7 Sports all-time commitment list for defensive linemen at Florida. But since he's projected to play outside linebacker, and if that rating translates, you know, if if, if those same numbers, I mean, it's pretty, you know, that that position, the edge rush, outside linebacker, here's, you know, if they labeled him a linebacker, I don't think it would change all that much. Uh, but since he's projected to play outside linebacker, if that same rating translates, he'd be the 20th ranked linebacker all time for the Gators. And these rankings go back to the early 2000s. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying he's the 20th overall recruited in the history of Gator football. I just got to kind of remember these recruiting services started with these databases in the early 2000s. So big kudos there for Isaiah Nixon, a big-time get uh, for the Gators there. As Of course, uh, as I said with his commitment, Nixon becomes the highest-rated player in the class of 2023 for the Gators. Andrew Ivins from 24-7 Sports projects Nixon as a Power 5 starter, scouts him as a lean-edge defender, that uses elite short area quickness to redirect and make plays behind the line of scrimmage. Over six foot three, but we need to add some functional strength right away as he's under 220. Spent much of his junior season, junior season standing up, but also put his hand in the dirt here and there. So there you go. Kind of the, you know, the versatility, the outside linebacker, the jack, the end. He's done it. He's, he's done it both so far in his career, in his high school career. That's kind of going back, spent much of his junior season standing up, also put his hand in the dirt here and there. Does it take long to get to work as he uses an impressive burst to shoot into the backfield or get outside and run the arc? Plays with a nice forward lean, always seems to be in control of his body. A, here's what I like. A bit of a violent finisher that will latch onto a ball carrier, drag them to the ground, can win with a few speed moves, but must continue to get better at the point of attack. Ability to make plays in space or outside the hashes is without a doubt one of his biggest strengths heading into his senior season as he excels in backside pursuit. Fluid movement patterns combine with elite testing numbers. 7.18 in the L drill and 4.49 in the short shuttle. Suggests that he can be an effective pass rusher on Saturdays, assuming of course that he's given time to undergo some type of physical transformation once lifting in college. Likely to find most success in a 3-4 front. Might be some value in coverage, having seen him play some tight end wide receiver on the camp circuit. So for a Lakewood team, last year that went 10-3, and 
made the third round of Florida's 4A playoffs. He totaled 75 tackles, 24 for loss, and 10 sacks in 11 games per max preps. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Big time gift for the Gators right there. And excited to see how he'll fit into I mean, look, we're excited, we're excited to see Patrick Don't, Tony's defense that's coming up this year anyway. Can we get the, you know, we, we saw the spring practice. We saw the spring game. It was limited. Ready to see kind of watching Brenton Cox, watching other players play that edge role this year. And given that pedigree, given that little summary from Andrew Rivens there of 24-7 sports, man, I tell you, a lot to look forward to there. Yes, he will have to add some pounds, and that's why we don't see him as that traditional hand-in-the-dirt defensive end, maybe not really all that much in college. So Mike Peterson, of course, kind of behind the scenes here, did a good job, and that kind of lends to believe more of that outside linebacker role. Uh, as well. So, look, it was a bit of a surprise when he committed to Central Florida uh, back in the spring as it seemed, as Florida kind of seemed to be the school to beat in the first place. Uh, but that ends up being the case in, in anyway. No harm, no foul. <laughs> as we uh, as say, kind of coming from that visit this past weekend, it was just a matter of time when he would flip from UCF, go public with Florida. Uh, big time pickup here from the staff, all involved. Billy Napier, Mike Peterson, Sean Spencer, defensive coordinator Patrick Tony, Jamar Chaney uh, as well. So you know, listed as that edge rusher, but they see him in that outside linebacker jack role. Uh, so certainly has to add some weight and muscle, being that 215 frame right now. But um, you know, probably, a, as I said, a sign that a traditional – Defensive end role unlikely uh, unless he just you know finds f- finds more than we think he will uh, as far as size goes. But excited to see him. I mean, he's supposed to be this pass rush specialist. It's what they're going to develop him to be. Uh, and given uh, that uh, analysis, there looks like he'll fit pretty good uh, in that role for the Gators. So big time pickup, highest commit in the class so far for Billy Napier. Uh, and uh, hopefully continue. Hopefully continues a good week. Tommy Kinsler uh, to go along with uh, there. So yeah, of course Nixon, the seventh commit in the class so far for the Gators to go along with Aaron Gates, Najee Harris, uh, defensive back Aaron Gates, offensive lineman Najee Harris, wide receiver Creed Whittemore, offensive lineman Bryce Lovett, Tyree Patterson at wide receiver, and of course Tommy Kinsler, uh, newest offensive line commit from a couple days ago. Who's next? Who could be the next commit for the Gators? Going back to that from the last episode as well. So we're kind of just now take Isaiah Nixon out of there. (laughs) And uh, luckily, uh, all the hints and everything that were going along with him committing to the Gators, it played out that way. Uh, But of course, I know the big one out there, Jaden Rashada, we'll get into more of the details. Could he be next? Also, wide receiver Eugene Wilson uh, are the two really to look out for right now. We know Rashada uh, will be – Probably committing on Sunday. That's the date. We don't know if it shouldn't change. That should be it. Uh, But also Eugene Wilson, as I said, um, 
the wide receiver uh, there from Tampa, says there was a report out there that he would make his decision this week. We'll see where that one goes, uh, if that's uh, to, to be the case. Uh, but that's probably, you know, if he's going to do it before Sunday, that would be the next one. If he if he goes forward with his commitment, if not, it would be Jaden Rashada on Sunday. So there you go. Uh, you're looking at there's your next two possible Hopefully both. <laughs> we're sitting here talking about who could be the next. Um, I'm hoping we're talking about both of them uh, in, in the coming days here uh, uh, in, in Gator Nation and right here on Gators Breakdown. But one other aspect I wanted to get into uh, with this commitment, mentioning Sean Spencer and um, how it's starting to come around where all these visits are happening and the targets Florida now has along this defensive front. I'm going to throw it up here on the graphic. I'll go through it so everybody who's listening in the podcast version uh, gets a sense of it as well. But I'm telling you what, there is absolutely no way Florida's not at least going to have quote-unquote really good defensive line class. And... Could be even better. I'm going to throw it up right here. Trending up in the trenches on the defensive side of the ball are the Gators. I'll go through the list and the rankings right here and then kind of a little bit of you know insight, maybe where uh, some guys are, are leaning, Florida's fill on them and all that. But let's start, of course, Derek LeBlanc, the 77th ranked player on 24-7 Sports Composite. He's 72nd. On the on three consensus, I mean, there's a there's like nine players here, where Florida up front, whether it be a defensive tackle, whether it be a defensive end, Florida is in great shape for. And we start right there with Derek LeBlanc, a top 100 player, another top 100 player coming off of a visit, Keldrick Falk, 84th ranked player on the 24/7 Sports Composite, 62nd ranked player on the on three consensus. John Walker, 97th ranked player on the 24-7 sports composite. He's 92 on the old three consensus. So there's right there three players in the top 100. Florida's heavily in the mix for. It might even be the team to beat for LeBlanc and Walker. Made a huge impression there with Falk. I still think Auburn might be the team to beat there, but still putting themselves in the mix. Now, add in Xavier Hardy. Recently on campus, the 112th ranked player in the 24-7 sports composite, the 115th on the on, on, on three, Will Norman, 115th ranked player on 24-7, 129th on on three. There you go, right there on the cusp of top 100 players right there are Hardy and Norman. TJ Searcy, Florida trending heavy for him lately in the recent weeks. 153rd ranked player on the 24-7 sports composite, also 153 on the on three consensus. Jordan Hall, 156th ranked player on the 24-7 sports composite, 133rd on three. Cameron James, 253rd ranked player on 24-7 sports, 348 on on three. And to round it out, Gainesville, local, native, Gavin Hill, 258th ranked player, 251st on on three. I mean, right there, make sure I got that number right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players along the defensive front 
top 250 players. Florida is trending, may even be the lead for some. I mean, Florida's in great shape here. Sean Spencer leading the way, but also can't you know, shy away with Patrick Tony as a defensive coordinator. Mike Pete helping out a little bit up front. Jamar Cheney playing huge roles here. I mean, watching the dominoes right here, it'll be interesting to watch how all the I mean, timing is going to be so important here. Go to Will Norman trending heavily for Florida. Be another great pickup for IMG, from IMG there. Xavier Hardy was thought to silently commit to Florida back in the spring, then maybe trending South Carolina. Just named Florida his leader. Cameron James, we discussed last episode, coming off his visit this past weekend. Gator seems to be the leader there as well. TJ Cersei from Georgia, another name Florida may be the leader for. I know some people who feel really good about where Florida sits with him. His mom loves Florida. Jordan Hall from Jacksonville, uh, West Side. He'll, he'll be worth waiting on. He says he's going to decide in February, take it all the way to the distance, but the Gators in prime position there too. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keldrick Falk, as I mentioned, new name coming around. He's from Alabama. Auburn's going to be hard to beat there, but Florida visit this past weekend really opened his eyes. Gators heavily in the mix there. And, of course, as I said, can't forget about Derek LeBlanc. Been trending for the Gators. Pushed his decision back to October with some of his teammates. Um, you're there with John Walker. Uh, been on campus so much. Great relationship with the staff and players. See how that one plays out. As far as Walker, at the Florida-Ohio State battle right there. Ohio State, of course, you know, hot on the recruiting trail with wide receiver commits right now. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he'll leave as Walker if, if you catch my drift there. But, uh, no, nah, I mean, he grew up a Gator fan. Hopefully that one teams out, uh, you know, works out right there. But, you know, Gavin Hill recently um, offered by the Gator staff from Gainesville, local. I mean, Florida's got a lot of options here, a lot of top-tier talent here. Talking about where you need to be best in the SEC. Bill Sykes, I have a preview coming up with some of this stuff. I've been seeing a little bit of his research here, and I'm telling you, defensive line, defensive tackle cannot be overlooked. A top position if you want to succeed in the, NF, uh, in the SEC. And this list I just named off. I mean, obviously Florida's not going to get all these targets. But in great shape for a lot of these guys. Timing's important. Once one pops, there's one less spot. Does that set some dominoes? Does it have a ripple effect? As I said, I mean, you got the, the storyline of Jordan Hall, 156th-ranked player in the country out of Jacksonville. You'd love to get him. I mean, a lot of these guys are state of Florida guys, too. That you could send a big message, a big message. A lot of messages here. First of all, the importance of defensive line in the SEC. Second of all, State of Florida talent, hotbed talent, Orlando, Jacksonville, IMG. A lot of storylines here in this defensive line recruiting where I'm telling, I mean, there's, 
Florida's going to get the. I mean, they're, they're going to fill out the class more than likely with this list I just named. LeBlanc, Falk, Walker, Hardy, Norman, Searcy, Hall, James, Gill. I mean, more than likely. What, four or five more? Three, four or five more, you know? I don't want to stretch it too much, but more likely going to be out of these top 250 players. Credit to the staff here for, you know, getting this position group really trending the right way. Love that list right there. Love that list. I, 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 you can't overstate it enough. And we'll, like I said, we'll have, you know, I, I'm not going to steal Bill Sykes' thunder there with his research that he's doing. He's going to be on Gators Breakdown next week. But I'll keep that list handy right there. And you'll go back and see how important it is for success in the SEC. So, all right, there we go. Good stuff happening today on the recruiting trail for the Gators. Hopefully it all continues this week. As far as the latest on that and quarterback target, Jaden Rashada, a midweek visit to Miami. Made it into Miami on Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday visit for him. See what that means for the Gators. Of course, if anything happens there, there'll be some time to maybe come back around to if you know to keep fighting to maybe change the decision however it goes but that that's the latest there midweek visit it's not going to be a weekend visit um confirmed he is in miami visiting the hurricane so of course you know there's a football side of this football the football side of this florida makes all the sense in the world and if ar has the season we think you can have you've got a chance for competing for a job as a true freshman with other quarterbacks Florida has, and maybe coming out with a, with a job. AR comes back. Okay, well, you get to learn from him. Sit behind, sit behind him for at least a year, no more than that. Now, a lot of other schools can sell that role to him. I mean, Miami, of course, Van Dyke isn't going to be there, but they got Garcia waiting in the wings. So the depth chart's friendly at Florida. Get to play in the SEC. Still get that, that SEC spotlight. Coached by Billy Napier. You know, football side of it makes a whole lot of sense, but of course, the NIL side of that's going to play a role as well. Um, Florida's going to be ready there. What's, what's that side of it going to look like for Miami? I think uh, that's, good. that's the storyline. You don't know if what will get out there about that, but um, there's going to be two sides to this, a football side, how heavy does that weigh, and a, NIL, and, a, and a NIL side, how much does that weigh? Time will tell, time will tell. But that's the latest. Did make the Miami visit midweek. So if timing's important for you, midweek should be better than a weekend visit, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. He's supposed to commit on Sunday. So you'll take a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday visit. As I said, could give Florida a chance to – Come back around, check in, see where the feeling is. If you got more work to do, do that work. But we'll see, see where it ends up right there Sunday on Jaden Rashada. So update, if he commits to Florida, of course, there will be an episode on Sunday of Gators Breakdown. If he doesn't, I'll probably just wait to get the – I mean, I'll probably do something. Uh, I don't know completely what, but me – Will Miles, Bill Sykes, already have an episode planned 
uh, for kind of the reaction of it. If he commits, of course, an episode like this, what are we getting in Jaden Rashad? All that kind of stuff will be will be had out there. If not, probably we would just wait on a normal episode uh, there with Bill and Will next Tuesday, so a week from today. But hopefully, there's a, a an episode in between there. As I said, Eugene Wilson supposed to maybe commit sometime this week. Maybe Florida gets another another top of the line recruit. So right, there you go. That's the latest. Catching up, we're recruiting a bit. Uh, I'll check some of the YouTube comments before I get off here. Uh, let's see. You know, I don't want to bore people. Going, I've got to read these at the same time. Uh, Matthew Walker. Let's see. As good as this is, we got to upgrade the wide receiver depth. Always look for quarterbacks too, because right now it's AR or bust. Um, yeah, like I said, that's kind of why there's a, a friendly depth chart right there for Rashada. Um, hopefully Eugene Wilson is the step in the right direction for upgrading the wide receiver room coming up this week. Um, and then go from there. Aiden Mazzell coming off of a Georgia visit this past weekend. Still like where Florida sits right there. Looks like, looks like he had a good time <laughs> at Georgia. Uh, of course, you know, not, what, what recruit's not going to have a good time at Georgia, but... Uh, trending the right direction for Mizell, uh there for the Gators. Uh, let's see. I know it can be kind of boring as I go and sit through the or sift through these comments. There's a lot of comments too, so I definitely won't be able to get rid of uh, of all of them or get rid of get yeah get through all of them. There we go. If I can talk, I'm trying to read and talk at the same time, so get me in trouble just a bit. Uh, let's see. Sportsy says, yeah, top QB is big momentum swing with recruits. Absolutely. Uh, that's, I think I said that on a, I know on an episode, I don't remember if it was a Gators Breakdown Plus episode. I don't think it was the last Gators Breakdown Plus episode. It was something for you all uh, out there. But yeah, I mean, that's why you know, the fallback plan here will be some, if it's not Rashada, a lower rated quarterback, or you wait for the transfer portal. But that's why, I think there is some importance with Rashada because he can affect the class right now. You know, if you wait for transfer portal quarterback, you're waiting until the end of this coming up season, uh, more than likely. Yeah. How much, how big of an effect does that have on the current class? Probably not a whole lot. Get Rashada in here, then yeah, I think a couple of our receivers out there start turning their heads and looking at Florida just a bit more. Uh, Brian Little kind of going to a point there. Yep, just kind of reaffirming Billy needs to keep setting up that fence around Jacksonville and Orlando. Absolutely. Uh, another, of course, uh, kind of forgot Miami did get a um, Emory Williams quarterback commit. Um, that's not supposed to play a huge factor here. Uh, Miami will take two quarterbacks. You won't turn Jaden Rashado away, of course, if it ends up being Miami as the pick just because they have a quarterback. You're not going to turn him away. Uh, so Miami will take two quarterbacks. What does that mean for Emory Williams? I mean, that's not really Florida's problem, but that's just an interesting storyline uh, to go along uh, right there. If you kind of want to look at more storylines surrounding this recruitment, uh, that is one I probably should, I should have brought up, but uh, um, circle back around to it. Put it in here anyway. <laughs> um, 
Let's see, I'll go through a couple more right here. Um, Sportsy also says LeBlanc is third-ranked defensive line of 24-7. Yeah, I mean, like I said, huge pickup. A lot of targets right there for Florida. Florida's going to have a good defensive line in the class, this, in the class of 2023. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about it with that list. Uh, okay, there we go. That'll do it. That will do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. One more, just because of the episode here. Supreme Kai, Nixon is a beast. This episode, Isaiah Nixon. We're reviewing that. Him committing to the Gators. As I said, one more time. The highest commitment in the class so far. See how long that holds up. Hopefully not. No shot at him. Hopefully not much longer with the targets that we're talking about coming up this week for the Gators. Hopefully we're talking and, and, and IDing a couple more commits here. Uh, but uh, nice that now you know, we're starting to see that what needs to happen, the talent level, come up a bit. And with these targets that are out there right now, that's exactly what's going to happen if they commit to Florida. So. All right, there we go. That'll do it for this episode of Gators Breakdown. Everybody, thanks for hopping on right here in the middle of the day as Isaiah, Isaiah Nixon commits to the Gators. I'm the host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown. <laughs>